Let's do it. All right. All right. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good night, depending for the three of us here. Uh, today, joining me and Tom, we got Lee Mintz from, he's a part from what I know so far in two bands, uh, doing the vocals for Grey Lotus, which are pretty heavy. It's kind of grindcore. Um, nah. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna label it as <laughs> you what are you gonna label it as exactly it's grind yes it's a whole lot of something <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks Lou. Symphonic, death, symphonic death i'll give you that yeah um and then you got mythia which is way it's, it's more metalcore but it still slaps it's it's ridiculously good, actually. Um, there's way more content that you've got for Grey Lotus. So is, is Mythia, like, still going? That's a fantastic question. Um, <laughs> so since last time Mythia played a show, I lived about 1,600 miles away from where I currently do. Um, and all of my bandmates from Mythia still live back there. Um ah. Our guitar player, Michael, is now in a hardcore band called Rot, which is very worth checking out. They are awesome. Um, our bass player is a traveling blacksmith. Yo, sword salesman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So, and uh, our drummer, Kara, is a fantastic producer and solo artist and general musical fiend so uh <laughs> they, they have a solo project that put out like a song or two recently called the vembo agenda i believe Wow, that's so interesting what it's awesome it's it's yeah. super sick really catchy stuff <laughs> oh yeah? yeah like if you forward that to even me or tom we'll like add yeah. that with the shows then but well we can check it out and anyone interested can look at it as well yeah i will cool. i'll send i'll send one of their songs over, to over Tom now. And, mm. and i'll send it over and, and, and yeah easy yeah, yeah. so there's, you, you, there's you one of just, cara's tunes you guys have just released oh. a new album for gray lotus the Down, a dawnfall album yeah uh back in july oh, yeah. uh july 9th i believe was the release date um but we I guess technically dropped it a little early because we we smuggled a, a container of our CDs with us over to TechFest and we're slapping them out over there. So you guys got that album about a week early. Hey. <laughs> I might have snagged one of those. I might have had two. <laughs> May have just, yeah. I can remember a strapping young lad coming up to the merch booth. With, with, with a lovely person. Lovely lady who wanted a t-shirt too. So there you go. Uh, there. Yeah, there. That was it. That was it. Yeah. So you Roll got around. one album for each band out, and then some just like singles going. Yeah, both bands. I guess Mythia has like two EPs that are available. One is uh, like five songs, approximately half an hour long, and then there's the second EP, which is three tracks 15 minutes but it's technically all one song quote-unquote um yeah. uneven uh, I'm, i was thinking of the a separation album which yeah, yeah. the is first the EP. Six, yeah yeah the six songs 
and I was not ready. songs in a breakdown track. <laughs> yeah, it, it's 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 you have ridiculously them. good though. Um, oh, thank you, man. I seem to have lost this. Do you know? Do you know? Uh, out. I always get messed around in my head. I see Mythia, and then I go Mythavi. Same thing. Ah. Nah. <laughs> Very different. Those guys are great, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jennings is crazy, right? Jennings yeah. is a wild, wild boy. Yeah, I, he's a magic he's so, man. He's so fucking good at guitar, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nuts. terrifying. You got, you've got like mo- most of the catalog that I'm seeing is just ridiculously heavy metal. Which don't get me wrong, me and Tom mm. are both very much into. But what, like, is is that your main focus, or do you have any other side projects as well? Um, yeah, metal's kind of my focus. I have dabbled with other genres throughout mm. my time on this spinning rock. Uh, yeah. When I was a t- teenager, I was uh, a wannabe like electronic music artist. So I downloaded Fruity Loops in high school and yeah. started making really bad trance and uh, some like attempts at making break core, but it just never quite panned out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's what and, we we all have to uh, do that stuff. though. You gotta you gotta test the water and actually go through different genres to actually find yourself in one that you kind of come yeah. with. You know like it, it, when um, me and, when me and Tom started out, I was like just playing like rock and jazzy stuff. And at this absolutely. point in time I have zero interest in playing either at all so oh man i i get that i used to be um back in the school days i used to do choir stuff as well uh wow. and like musicals and jazz choirs and stuff so Whoa. kind of always done a lot of singing shit but um cool. yeah professionally oh. after all that not not anything other than the metal stuff uh but, but you know in my free time i like to sing rock and uh jazz stuff i actually really like singing jazz it's a lot of fun i love yeah, listening yeah. So to jazz qu- i just yeah. don't really want to like play it too much anymore yeah. yeah i can i can get that they're a very different energy live <laughs> yeah mm. but the quiet choir stuff lee really comes out on uh please tell me the track uh is it dawn for or is it yeah the the title track has a, a big old choir with like 60 of me in it yeah <laughs> <laughs> Because it's like your, you don't love it's like a four-part harmony or something. Yeah, it's like a four-part, yeah. uh, four to six-part harmony at one point, and I think I like quad-tracked each voice, and then I retracked the entire choir again with my nose plugged. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. And uh, putting all of those together is kind of what gives it that weird like holographic shimmery effect that it has mm-hmm. and that's straight up just because i retract the whole thing like this <laughs> <laughs> and just putting it together with the the full voice choir made it sound like shimmery so i i wouldn't have come up with that but ben's like hey man i want it to sound like this can you try tracking it this way and i was like all right sure yeah i'll try that and then we I, I recorded it and I thought, man, that sounds weird as shit. And then I heard it in the mix and I was like, actually that works. Sound <laughs> like, design that was just like, if you just did this, it would 
add so much to it. Like that's such an interesting thought that like, it wasn't even you that sort of thought it. Cause for some reason, I thought you would have done that because it, you know, you just originally. I yeah, originally that part was supposed to be a guest feature. We were trying to get um, one of the old vocalists from Anubis Gate, which is one of Ben's favorite bands, our guitar player. Mm-hmm. Um, we were trying to get their old vocalist to do that section. Mm-hmm. And he had a much more, like, you know, uh, power metal vocal style. Mm-hmm. And um, I wanted to try to replicate that to give it the same, like, musical timbre that we were going for um but my recording didn't have kind of the same high-end energy i think that ben was hearing in his head and he has synesthesia so he'll hear like a certain color from the timbres and he wanted me to try to like capture this timbre and he heard my version and was like we need more we need more high-end or something whatever Color yeah. calculation that means in Ben's brain, and so then, oh, yeah. So then this happened, and man, the knock went that with the plug, uh, nose plug choir, which is, I'm sure, a really, really hilarious thing for uh, Buster to mix. Just like yeah, yeah, just the the, the, the just the isolation of those those of like, just like thirty tracks of me, just like you're immortal. <laughs> hey. Um, is is Duncan Duncan Bentley's on it, isn't it? And I don't know, I don't know who else you've got featured. I can't remember exactly, but he was one that I wouldn't have even known was in it because you're just like you, you both make horrific, disgusting noises if you want to. So like, is this a good <laughs> yeah, Duncan Duncan is on the big stupid breakdown in um, uh, Shadow Archetype. Yeah, but the meme, the meme, ba- the meme video that got banned. Do you remember what what happened? You, who put the, the? There was, there was that video that someone. Put oh up. yeah, no, we we took a video of a fight, of like a street brawl that broke out in um, yeah. in a Chuck E. Cheese on <laughs> Instagram with just the breakdown from that song on top of it, yeah. and uh, Instagram uh, deleted it. And like gave a strike to our Instagram account or something, yeah. Uh, for like promoting violence, yeah. <laughs> and oh, that, that happened. Like it got to like a million views, and then like instantly got stricken. And I was like, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> we tried. We did a meme. We did a meme, and we got we got hurt for it. Yeah. <laughs> Which like well. um, as Grey Lotus. <laughs> Like, have you played with any noticeable bands? Um, we did, well, back in 2018, we didn't. 2019? 2019, right before mm-hmm. the pandemic, we did the uh, Abiotic Comeback Tour. Uh, so the crazy. first little tour that they did after their hiatus, uh, we did a run with them. Was Killian on them? Yeah, he was. was. Uh, <laughs> it was nice. It was good to spend time with K-Boy. Um, yeah, man. he's one of my sweetest, like, favorite people ever. I love he's, him so much. That's usually absolute um, best. Bunny's golden boy, him. Bunny's uh, and Cor- Bunnies and Corgos. <laughs> that's my dude. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, those dudes, God of Nothing and Cognitive, were on that tour. Oh, and cool! Cognitive, yeah. Cognitive were dope. 
nice. and then we just did a run with a couple smaller bands. Um, well, we were going to do, uh, oh my God, am I completely blanking on this band? You, you, <laughs> are you talking over here? Or... What's up? Are you, are you talking about bands that you did in, in America or over here? Because you met Pound uh, over I'm, here. Yeah, I'm thinking, I'm trying to remember. There was a band that we were supposed to tour with. The, um, I cannot remember the name of this band right now. It's absolutely escaping me. But the guy who plays saxophone live with uh, Rivers of Nile has another project. Well, Burial in the Sky. That's the one. We were supposed to tour with them, but they couldn't uh, couldn't make the tour. So it ended up just being us and our friends in a band called Alica. Um, oh, cool. And they were good. It was a great time uh, hitting up with the East Coast with them. And we did that right before we flew over yeah. to the UK to go uh, play a couple shows with Pound. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> off to Those guys are... from there. Pound are workhorses. Oh, my God. Pound is what? most definitely a fucking... Like what? <laughs> just a fucking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to, have to check Pound out because I do not know them guys. There are two. Yeah. Pound two. is the kind of band who like they're a two-piece. Their guitarist plays like a nine-string and runs it through both a guitar and a bass amplifier at the same time, and their drummer <laughs> plays two drum kits. <laughs> stacked like next to each other one of them has like a regular size tear and a snare and like a small floor drum and yeah. they like swivel over to like a tiny <laughs> snare with an absolutely massive floor drum for like grindier parts and it's just like he'll just like swoop and swivel over and just start going ham over here swoop and just <laughs> it's the most volume i've ever seen a two-piece put Hello. into the world like Ever, dude. Amazing. I've seen. I've, <laughs> I'm gonna check that out later. I've seen. There's a three. video somewhere on the internet of the Pound guys and all of the Graylow squad. Uh, we oh. were in a bar in London right after we yeah. finished like our set, and someone put on uh, counting worms. No, someone put on Counting Worms by <laughs> Knocked Loose over the speakers at this bar, and then oh. every single one of us just started crowd killing uh. <laughs> the, the random people in this pub. It was fucking excellent. There's footage of I that wish, somewhere. <laughs> I wish in there, man, because if, if I hadn't have been working the next like, the next morning at Tech Fest, I would have been at that show. Like, no, no doubt about it, like... You got yeah. to see the better show, to be fair. That that whole night no. was kind of a, a weird, wonky little train wreck. <laughs> yeah, the, the wonky train wreck that everyone needed to see. That shit looked hilarious on video. I saw that crap. What the fuck was going on? Like, what did you have to pull out the bag? Like, come on. Okay. So the story, <laughs> the story <laughs> is that we were going to play the show in London, and we were competing with the show literally, like, across the road because vane was playing yeah um, so we were already down to have like a not well attended show because of the competition literally next door and yeah. um our local bands dropped so we had a time <laughs> slot to fill and we huh. were like fuck what are we gonna do so we just said <laughs> fuck it 
we're going to do a test run of the, the Drusus one. Set. And also mm. we're going to have <laughs> Wormhole, which is half of Grey Lotus, just go on stage and play Wormhole songs. So How like are you Sanjay, okay? <laughs> yeah, so Sanjay and Matt go up there with their guitar and the drums and they just get ready to play some Wormhole slams. And then there's just a microphone and we're like, this welcome to Wormhole karaoke. Like if you want to do... <laughs> noises here you go so <laughs> there was a band ben doing shit that night it was just golden yeah ben had a turn at it i did a turn at it drusif did vocals for a minute um we got the promoter of the show to go up there and he started yelling about like sandwiches or something <laughs> yeah it was it was a great really weird night uh, yeah. So the wormhole karaoke was a genuine success. The uh, Drusif <laughs> set though was like an absolute fucking train wreck. Like nothing went the way it was supposed to. Um, oh, you can always get what you want, can you? Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, but you know we didn't have a full run through of the set ever <laughs> before <No. laughs> before that. So like Ben and I had practiced it a couple times, but Drew is like prepping for Graylo stuff more than the drusive stuff so we didn't get a full run through with him until literally the first time we practiced it as a band together the three of us that was doing that performance was oh. at that show in london and it did yeah. not go well <laughs> well you know what so, you pulled out the bag on thursday mate you did you pulled out the bag on thursday the day after yeah. you guys put it together and still smashed out so why not yeah. I think the train wreck day put the fear into us. So we like spent the whole morning <laughs> that next day, like in the green room, just literally I, drilling the set. <laughs> I saw Drusif, like, you know, I, I had the whole morning shift, right? And I was sat, I was sat on the artist bit on the green room. So I saw you guys, you know, I saw Drusif mainly going in and out and being like, right, I need to do this, this, and this, and this, this. this. Yeah, he was so regimented with everything. And it was just so like, it's so crazy knowing him since 2014 now. Eight years, man. That's crazy. Like I've no, I've I've seen that guy walking through, looking like a Michelin man with a bottle of whiskey in the back pocket, right? In yeah. 2014 years ago, and then this year, he's like walking through. He gives me a hug. He's like, "Hey, man, how you going?" And he's walking off, and I look around. He's got like a big bottle of water in his back pocket. And I'm like, right, he's definitely doing something like very serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah drew hasn't been drinking as much um that's yeah that's he's he was a big old waterman this year I, I think after the performances he he did have a couple beers but yeah his drinking uh, yeah. definitely has changed a bit <laughs> it's besides but, drew uh ben drinks enough after those kinds of things for for all of us <laughs> I, would, I would say that but drusif doesn't lose the energy he's still there no. going around Bum, bum, ding, bum, bum, ding. <laughs> oh man the fucking dig train dig i can't remember mm. wasn't it joseph which came to camp me you at Texas? yes yeah, yeah, uh, yeah what was he what did he do um i, I was pretty God, out no. of it he, he was doing we, we... something with ben he was singing something with ben yeah it yeah, was probably always. dig it yeah. was probably no. dig it was hilarious. I, I, I just remember that much, but Jesus Christ, we were all whacked out at that yeah, festival. That was five years ago now, man. That's five years ago, over five years now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been over in New Zealand for like four years. So, yeah. Four years now. Yeah. yeah. 
That's yeah, crazy, man. Yeah, no, just yeah. time goes quick, yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I need a Europe tour. I've been stuck in this island for ages. Yeah. Out Come on. Nowhere. Come on. Yeah, where's the rest Get of up. the world again? <laughs> Steal hey, one uh, of those flightless birds and use it as a buoy to swim across the ocean. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's pretty choppy. It's quite a distance between <laughs> New Zealand and the rest of the world, man. Okay, fine. Get two of those flightless birds and you'll have oh, yeah. twice the flotation. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that'd be all right. It might take a while. You know, it takes like to fly to Australia, which is the closest country to here. It's about like four hours to get to the closest part of Australia to New Zealand. So like the map does not do it justice in how bit like the distance, because from one side of Australia to the other, it's four hours. So we're in Australia or away from Australia. Yeah, I don't know uh, about that. Is it? I think it's longer than that, man. Because Australia is big, and if you're gonna fly from like Perth to to Brisbane, that's that's a trek. Four hours. That, that, that's a long time, man. Like that's longer than it would take for you to fly over all of Europe. But you think what? Yeah, I've. You can fly from England to Turkey in about two and a half, three hours. Okay, I'm I'm used yeah. to um, like the four-hour flight for like UK a four-hour flight. A four-hour flight does not get you across the U.S., so I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs> no, of course it doesn't get you. Is the U.S. that much bigger than Europe? U.S. is big, yeah. Right? Oh. Europe is tiny, man. The uh. map is, like, fake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was, I was right, though. The flight time from Brisbane to Perth is, like, almost six hours. Oh, wow. okay. Yeah, that is longer than I thought. That is crazy. That's so, yeah. nuts, dude. You- You've, you've done some Australian travels, didn't you, Lee? Didn't you, Lee? Yeah, I didn't have. You, I, I have. What was Xander times? Where's the Xander times? Xander times are in Melbourne, man. Um, yeah, I spent half a half a year or so living down in Melbourne area. And, uh, furthest... Did you live with Did you live with him? Uh, I did not no, live no. with him. Uh, he lived in uh, Clayton. And I lived in a, an area called St. Kilda, both south oh. of uh, Melbourne proper. Nice. 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 I could yeah, take yeah. a train out to Sam. I did. I actually loved it so much uh, yeah. that I, I'd like to be able to, to move back there someday. Well, mm-hmm. Lee, so funny, like, watching all those videos with you and him doing that SL1 Dark Souls 3. <laughs> Dark- <laughs> you mean Xander like- doing a Dark Souls three level one run while i just sat there and fucking roasted yeah. him the whole time yeah <laughs> literally man it made me start doing it it made me start doing it and then i've done a hitless bloodborne run so i'm like yeah i did, I did the job yeah you're a yeah. psychopath man i wouldn't have the patience for that <laughs> i'm doing i'm doing ds3 elden ring i'm gonna do it trust me trust me I'm imagining you get most of the way through a fucking Elden Ring run, and then like you're just wandering along, and out of nowhere, someone like blasts you with a spell from off camera, and you're just like, ah, fuck! You have to restart. (laughs) It's what happens anyway, bro. There's always like just random little darts that just like clip you because you decided to do a different passing one time. Trust me, man. It's fuck. Twenty six. Twenty six days it took me for a hitless run. Less than a month. Less than four weeks, bro. It's doable, man. It's doable. 
That sounds, awful. That sounds awful. I don't want to do that. <laughs> it was good for me, man. It helped me a lot. Like, you know, it helped me focus on something like really like intense that was difficult. So, you know, it's interesting. Like, yeah. It's impressive, but I, I don't know if I want to do that. That sounds like I would no. get so mad. <laughs> Dude, it's not for everyone. And it, but it's a, but it's helpful with like if you're gonna get angry, it will help you just go. Oh, I've got to just restart. You know, just go, just go again. You know, shit happens. Like all next that run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Trust me, I was on like one hit for like I don't know two weeks, two and a half weeks or something. <laughs> like, yeah. Speaking of Drew, uh, speaking of Drew, uh, yeah. I've been trying to get him to play some FromSoft games for like two or three years now but he like refuses well, because he's like because he's like no dude i'll get too mad and i'll break the controller and stuff i'm like i don't care i will buy you another controller i just want to yeah. see you play these games but he's like no dude i couldn't do it that'd be too stressful for me meanwhile he's but, out here like playing the challenge levels and fucking doom eternal and i'm yeah. like dude you're already playing this difficulty tier of game just go do the other one like <laughs> In my way, we used to game on the odd occasion, man. Does he still play PlayStation or is he just is he computer these days? Uh, I think he's mostly computer these days. I think yeah. he does play some console games uh with his with uh with his lady friend though. I think they do play oh. some COD. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. Well, yeah, I, I, said, wait, said he, he 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 deserves a kick up the ass for some FromSoft games from both of us. <laughs> I I'm I'm gonna if I can if there's anything within my power to get Drew to play some from soft games i will i will make this happen if, if it's possible tell him deadson's done a hitless run then send him the thing and just be like bitch and just do it <laughs> i i don't I really wish play he... many games these days but i've got yeah. one downloaded on my computer which i'll challenge myself to play every now and then and my computer's yeah. sm like small it doesn't have much power so it's yeah. Rimworld. have either of you played Rimworld? that sounds dirty yeah, it's not say, dirty. Is this, is this it's like not. Is this a room a, job simulator? Nah, nah, nah. That's what I thought when my friend first told me about it. I was like, man, that sounds fucked up. Were you trying to get me on here? It's kind of <laughs> like a little bird's eye simulator, kind of like Sims, but you you okay. get them to all do different jobs. You're like colony to build society, and it is an yeah. absolute train wreck where. Basically, you'll play for like three hours and you'll finally just start to get something and everyone dies of malaria. You know, what? It's like, like a... how? How did they die of malaria? Like, what? There's no prevention in this game, yeah. which I could have is done. That... It's is hilarious. It like... City, oh but, um, pandemic kind of thing. There, like there's Sim no City. pandemic like it's it's a, it's a survivalist like you're you, you've got like you start with three people in a plane crash and you've oh, got to build I, a like society oh. for them but they freeze to you. death if they're in a bad location or they get too <laughs> hot and die they need constant <laughs> food like winter comes like... so you have to generate an energy and create a cold room for the food you got to hunt Whoa. the food and you got to farm the food and they get sick and you get people like other tribes attack you and it's yeah you, you start three with three but you can get more okay. but it's so okay. hard to get more you have to build a prison and you basically have to <laughs> like beat the shit out of people and then like wow. capture them and then like starve them strip them naked and just uh, treat them like a bitch until they join you it's, it's, it's epic game trust it's amazing so 
Yeah, this sounds like Don't Starve added to like Green Hell. <laughs> haven't seen Green Hell. <laughs> but yeah, Don't Starve kind of similar. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Green, yeah. Green Hell is a survival game where you are in a plane and you the crane the crane the plane crashes and you come to and you see like this naked cannibal guy like steal your son and wait that's you the forest wait that is the forest you're right green hell is similar yeah. though uh you uh yeah. it's another thing where you like are in a rainforest jungle environment Thanks. and you can get sick and die from like small <laughs> injuries you're right though i was thinking of the forest um, yeah yeah but, but yeah, Green Hell is another similar jungle-themed survival game. I love the mm. forest, man. The forest is great. The forest like, is great. Do you guys, we, play, we, any, we, do you guys play any virtual reality? Uh, uh, I, I do not. I, I do have not? Played, I've played a few. I've played Resident Evil 7 VR. That oh. shit was hard. That shit is so hard to deal with because you're just like... it's. It was kind of more janky. When I played it as well, it was really early days. Yeah. But there was really, really early good one was like the one way it was like an until dawn, like additional kind of story, but it wasn't to do with until dawn, basically. It was strange, but it was really good. It's like kind of just a like an arcade, like where you're just kind of on a roller coaster and you're going around shooting and stuff. Yeah. I kind of lied. So that... I realized I, I have played a few. <laughs> Um, I played. I don't have a VR setup, but I've yeah. played like Ultra Hot and yeah. um, Beat Saber. Yeah, and, uh, I think I also played a little bit of uh, Resident Evil Six. I want to say. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's uh, Biohazard, right? Yeah, or it's you're in like a house, and there's like yeah. some creepy old people who just are apparently like immortal or something because just this frail looking yeah. old man chases you around the house and stabs you to death and i'm like i feel like i could overpower this old man but no it's you can't, you can't. Yeah, it's, it's 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 a deep hard to do fucking on vr man like i don't know how i don't know when you tried it but i want to try it now that ps5's out and you've got yeah. like the newer kind of vr shit as well going right because it makes sense yeah. that it'll be at least i think i tried it in 2017 when i was in the uk yeah oh, yeah yeah okay. i think I... ages ago yeah but, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, can you imagine the difference nowadays i, I know i met someone at art tangent who has sold over 700 nfts at that point um but what he did before the pandemic was uh take vr headsets to like terminal wards and like older people homes oh. to see people dealt with VR headsets for one thing, but also to give them a space where they could literally create their own world if they weren't if they were bed bound or something like that. You know, that's actually a really that... cool thing to do, man. That's really nice. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, isn't I it? was yeah. doing my degree. Actually, I think I was taking this class in Melbourne on video game design, and yeah. there was this whole there was this guy who came to t uh, speak to the uh, the class who specialized in vr stuff for uh, elderly people and they actually yeah. found that it uh when they were able to get elders who had like physical mobility problems yeah. to 
interact with the VR space that it made them really happy because they didn't feel as confined. Simulation, isn't it? It's serious simulation mind that 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 they deserve and need to keep their brains active and like not losing. Like I'm, I'm certain that the more these people are stuck inside, and the more they're stuck inside with the same people with the same routine, it can ruin people. Like doing the same same thing, same in, in day in day out, eat the same thing, do the same thing. It just you know I I, I did one day like I'm, i knew i knew someone who i may even still work in the care home but she was she was really lovely and i just thought to myself i wonder if these people get any random interaction so i offered just to go in and play a bit of music for a bit okay and i made sure to not even play something that they would know so it was just completely separate from like it was it was there was no chance they were going to know what i was going to all right and I played this little, just this little round loop thing that Soul made, right? You got, you guys both know Soul, okay? But I played one of his tracks pretty much on a loop on an acoustic guitar, just, just playing. And as soon as I played one note, this one person just lifted up and like just sat, sat up in their chair and was like, "Oh, that was nice." Literally said that as well. It was one note, and then it just people started coming out of their shells in little pieces. There was one person who was completely catatonic there, but maybe it still was something for them because it was different. Like, it, you, you just don't, you know, you don't know what you're doing with music, really, do you? It's crazy. It's, it's a, a magical thing. And then, I, and then I sort of made the person that um, sort of gave me the, like, the job kind of idea. It's not a job. I, I wasn't getting paid. But that gave me the gig kind of thing like she she, she was for the uh inspiration for the music therapy stuff that you've been doing i mean i mean i guess it it was sort of a starting point but like the the re the, the funny thing was that she'd done it and she does music and she's quite like kind of reserved and then i sort of went oh well maybe maybe she'll know something that you guys actually know and then it made her start playing the guitar and they were all just like, oh, listening to you is so lovely. And it's like, because she does, she just goes there to care for these people. But she's a really good singer and a good, good guitarist as well. You know, it's, you just give, you kind of put them on the spot, but in a nice way, like kind of thing, like, go on, just God, you got to get out. It's like, you like getting someone to do some karaoke or something. Like, go on, have a, have a laugh, have, have, some, have some fun, like. You know, it's nice. It's a good time, man. <laughs> you could kind of um, like imagine in a really funny way if like you you go to a care home and you're gonna like go and shock them with some music, you know, like so get them out of their routine. You're just up there playing some, I know, like a Sire cover or something, you know, some well, Phil Jana <laughs> dagger kind of thing. Yeah. But this is the just funny thing. Just go up there and just start playing harsh noise. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's go. Let's go with fuzz and fucking overdrive pedals only. Yeah, acoustic guitar, fuzz and overdrive pedal. That is like Ma not maximum feedback. Yeah, amp worship only. <laughs> no, you don't Going even have to play notes. It's just feedback. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, we'll get hats 
back to it, yeah. You're only hey, allowed um, to touch the guitar strings with a mallet. <laughs> yes, yes. That's fine. Oh, have you, shepherd, did but... you guys ever see that video of the guy who's got like a fucking, like a vibrating dildo and he's playing his guitar <laughs> yeah. with it? He's just using it to play that tremolo. That is the funniest video. Yeah. And... Oh, it's it's someone took the the old school like uh Mr. Big drill on the guitar. Yeah. And it was just like <laughs> fuck it vibrator, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it kind of works. Like if you I saw that at a gig, I'd Dilbert. rate it. Right. Yeah. I'm going to I'm going to derail this one very slightly and go to what about gent stick? The hockey stick, gent stick. Ooh. That was that like, fun. no, do you not remember it? Have you not seen that? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw it. It was, um, that was Rob Scallon who did that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And it was mm. the uh, Wolves Within, right? Or something. It was that album, at uh, least. Oh, yeah. Everyone was covering A Wolf Amongst Ravens. <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, by the way, R.I.P. Justin, fucking massive love on that guy. Like, I yeah, cannot. Man. I, I, yeah, that, that was one of the most shocking things that ever happened. And um, I will never forget hearing that song for the first time before they released it in 2013 at Underworld mm-hmm. with Monty and the Harp Machine, weirdly enough, who really? were... The, I, I want to back fucking Ever Forthright for pulling that, that set out of the bag because Ever Forthright rinsed that set and it was incredible. Chris ended up with monuments after that. Like mm-hmm. that that show was like that that tour was iconic for that scene. Man, you know? I miss Ever Forthright. That whole that first dude. album was insane. Well, that yeah, dude, they're, they're about. I, I speak with Nick on occasion, dude. They're still around, and he's and he's L- doing other L- stuff. Lorandi, yeah, or however you pronounce his last name. Yeah, he's still doing stuff, man. Oh, that's good to hear. He's an insane fucking guitar player. But he, man, he's, he's got um, Stimpy Locked. If you, you know them or okay. I don't think so. Lockjaw is the reason me use a thing. So look that up. That that stuff is what the one. But he he's also started a thing called I don't know if it's spelled N O E band. Okay. No so, way. No way band or I don't know. Yeah. So, right. <laughs> I don't know. Band. But like that 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 stuff is like is more like me you it's him that he he goes in and improvises and then other people like you know improvise along to it and like or or they do it all at once i don't even know but that's another band he's doing so he's, he's doing Stimpy is kind of like progressive jazzy yeah. instrumental uh um, but it, it's structured not, it's not just instrumental they've got asteroids don't forget oh yeah they do yeah yeah, yeah true yeah, but mostly yeah. the album is yeah. mostly instrumental, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, hey, Lee, but, uh, um, yeah. I'm f- feeling at this point we should probably, like, share with any listeners um, some of your actual music, if you're cool with that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah? So mm. I feel like um, uh, if we start with some a little short snippet of Mythia, because, yeah. as you said, it's m- maybe not that active now. Um, yeah, right. But still, yeah, like if still. anyone wants to go back and check it out, it's still really good. And then yeah, we'll play something absolutely. of a Grey Lotus after, yeah? Yeah, yeah that yeah, sounds good. good to me. Uh, yeah, feel free. Uh, if there's any song you have pulled up uh, already. I was going to do 
Advent or Extinction from the Of All album, but is there a particular one you want to showcase? Uh, yeah, I think uh, Extinction is probably a good shout. I think that's a good song for, for that band. We okay. it was actually, I think that was the second tune, second or third tune we ever wrote as a band. Wow. And, that's so cool. Uh, it just never got fully tracked and uh, released until some years later when uh, we got Drusif actually to do the hey. mastering on it and helped capture what we were trying to get. Okay. <laughs> uh, so this is mixed by Drusif, huh? Yep. He, uh, I, after I did some tours with him, I uh, was still doing Mythia as the primary band for me and was like, hey, buddy, uh, do you want to make my band not sound bad? And he was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait, but wait, Lee, was this, was this before? When did you start doing stuff with Drusif? Sorry, just real quick. I was interested. 2017 was when we yeah. first started working together. Yeah. When we met as well. Literally yeah, that we, we met at the tail end of yeah. what had been like a month of shows with drew yeah 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 for sure yeah i've been watching that kind of stuff happen through drusif's page and then sort of like following on like following you after like meeting you and having like our our grand old meet <laughs> you mean the one that i barely remember from having been way too smashed at that festival yeah yeah you 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 were like having a spliff at my door and I was just like, man, can you just I really want some, but can you just move away from my door, please? Because <laughs> of the horn. Remember the horn down the fucking back alleys. Or do you not even remember? Oh my fucking yeah. god. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> that was that was a whole thing, yeah. <laughs> my horn was going and Drusif was singing the same note. And he just could not stop laughing and singing with the horn, like, ah! <laughs> Well, your, your horn was broken, so of course yeah. we pulled into TechFest as, as the Americans properly should, as loudly yeah. as fucking possible. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just really introduce yourselves. We've arrived. Americans At like 3 a.m. no less. Yeah, it's just horn blaring, people coming out of their tents like, who the fuck? And then they just see Drew and they're like, oh, the Americans, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> <laughs> their entrance, they made this. Oh, All right, man, there we go. Extinction.
Nice. There's a little right. taste of mythia right there. Quickly ask. Um, did Lee, did you write the uh, like vocal line before you met Drusev? Yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Mm. Pretty, it's that well, is really good. so weird. Because the... Sound, like, the first bit sounds exactly like Drusa, almost, in yeah. a way. In a way. It's really <laughs> I, I hear you. Uh, infinite, the big choir parts, Drew, yeah. I think, while I was there with him doing the mixing, was like, oh, there was a couple moments where he was like, oh, you know what would be really cool? You should record this note as, like, a harmony yeah. to this bit. There, mm-hmm. there were a couple spots Little... where he was like, ooh, my ear hears this note. You should track this note. The extra and, bit. The producer yeah. bit. So yeah. there, I had already flashed out like most of a chord there, but Drew, yeah. uh, there's definitely a moment or two in that EP where Drew heard like a spicy note in his brain and was like, do this. And Dude, it. it's hard yeah. to, it's hard to have Drew produce something and not walk away from the final yeah. result with a little bit of like, definite drew moments but, you know but there's so much less drew if any in the vocals of gray lotus because of ben right because ben's there's, got there is literally uh, some drew in a couple of the choirs on the record yeah. Yeah. oh yeah okay yeah. all right okay like yeah, physically but... he tracks some notes for those choirs no 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 i mean i mean like that's what I meant. It's is, but even with Drew in it, mm. it's not like a Drusive sound. You know, even though he's produced it, even though he's in it, it's a Grey Lotus sound instead of that kind of tinge. If that makes sense, I think and I then, get what you mean. In that, it, it's it, not. It doesn't feel like the same kind of choral approach. But yes, yeah, I yeah, can yeah, tell yeah. you that there are definitely still. Did, I think there was literally one choir in this, in the album. I don't remember which at this point, where I was having a hard time, yeah, like orchestrating it. And then Drew straight up just like wrote out MIDI of what the choir should be and sent that to me. So I just tracked what the MIDI did. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's but that's cool though. That's 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 good. Like you know, that's that's input, but that's also still like that's expanding his input more than like he's like. He's putting him in it, but it's not. It doesn't sound like. It doesn't sound like Drusif's got like a tinge in it. It's just a grey lotus sound, instead of it like it, you, you've all you're all part of it. You know, you've all got such a big part to play, each of you. Like, and Raylo you're also definitely yeah. a very like a hyper collaborative project, and that's yeah. one of my favorite things about it. Actually, is that you can hear. Yeah. You can hear bits of everyone's input, I think, very in a very crystallized fashion, where there's yeah. moments that like speak to the creative input of each member. Um, yes. Without anyone's voice becoming too powerful. Or uh, lost. Yeah. No one gets lost in it. Everyone has like genuine input. Yeah. Um, I'd argue that maybe a good bit of Ben's input is front and center but you know it was originally his baby and his like well wasn't his the uh, first brainchild EP, so. that savior ep was just all him wasn't it yeah it was 
Ben mostly, but uh, Drew yeah. also had his hands on it because oh, Drew mixed it and mastered it and helped oh, yeah. him like. It, uh, the- uh, it was Ben's like Ben. Ben was doing all the bits and bobs, and he was being like, "This is this is what I need to get out there." Yeah, and yeah, yeah. you can hear him just polish off and polish off like each time he's doing something. Like you know, he did that single with Sims as well, right? So. Like, uh yeah yeah the uh yeah. original version of um currents yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was it that was it, that was it. yeah yeah but no it's, it's it's really interesting hearing like you know like even true's progression with it you know he he's mastered it all like or mixed and mastered it all mm-hmm. but like you can you can really hear the progression in my opinion from savior even into the single and then into the album it's such a big like big jump every time right yeah. i would agree as someone who's only been involved since <laughs> dawnfall i would agree also <laughs> yeah well i mean that's it you 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 kind of got to you got to hear the back before and then been involved in it and mm-hmm. and to hear that you're proud of it, it's like you know bang bang on right as well like you know you should be it's fucking like, it's a hell of an album dude like you just back front to back i can't listen to it without doing it front to back like i can't well you're like, about I, um, to I, you're about to listen to a little bit with us <laughs> no, no 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 don't do it i don't want to do it I mean, it's got to be front to back <laughs> no 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 not the whole album yeah. i thought that no. what we could actually do is play is it yeah. the dawn full self-titled track where you did the harmonization choir yeah. oh my god yeah, if yeah. if you wanna if you wanna do the uh the Nova Choir. Yeah. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna play that song, uh that, there's a lot to that song. Uh in that there's like some good heavy moments. There's like a really nasty, like hey. like almost deathcore moment. Uh hey, Lee. but at hey, the Lee. same time, all of it's like very hey. upbeat. What? Lee. Oh, yeah. Hey. Well, hey, well, hey, Lee. Hey, hey what? Hey Tom. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna do another you're gonna do another added 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 layer, yeah. You're gonna do another that. No. <laughs> oh we could all add a layer. We could and then <laughs> yeah, we could all the, yeah, the, the revisited version. Yeah, let's go. let's go. On, on the on the on the requirement that you all have to plug your nose. Let's go. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> all right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna play it and uh, my physical self is going to disappear from the camera for a minute while I go to the toilet, but I'm going to be able to listen to it while I go. Uh, okay, yeah, but we can, <laughs> we can talk to you. You can talk to me, but I can't talk yeah. to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, All right, right. three, All right. two, one. Get ready, this is going to drop. Go. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Are you going to drop? <laughs>
I'll turn the music down a bit, but just keep it going. Yeah. I'll, I'll let this no, one no. play out. This is the first time we've had a whole song actually play yeah. on, on the show. Yeah. And oh, it happens yeah. to be a six minutes, 20 second long song. <laughs> and no. I was just like really vibing no. it just there. Like, nah, let's just, just let it play out. Just yeah. let, let's yeah. listen to it. For that real, song really does cover like a shit ton of ground so <laughs> yeah, yeah especially lost. that second half like it really changes yeah. from a usual like progressive or technical death metal song which yeah. like you, you get that impact from the first half but then it's just it's more melodic and yeah. yeah just really not that typical structure that you'd expect and it comes basically at the end of the album as well so it just kind of calms mm. it down which is really nice. And then as the rain just like slams you out of the park again and then just finishes you off and you're just like, okay, yeah. cool. I'm done now. Yeah. That's like the yeah. encore song though. In the, yeah. in the story of the record, in it's all one big yeah. concept. Um, it's kind of this sure. metaphor for self-growth yeah. and coming to terms with maybe what you might consider more negative aspects of yourself. And... Yeah not seeing yourself through a lens of duality be it like i am strictly good or i am strictly bad it, but we all kind through. of exist in that gray space in between um, it comes through, it comes through in the lyrics it comes through in the music it comes through in the feeling when you see it like i swear it comes through man it really does and um yeah that song dawnfall being the titular song of the record is yeah the moment of uh you kind of documented this whole journey of struggle in trying to get to where you want to be and to who you want to be and then metaphorically you begin this song having just tried so hard to like reach your goal failed fallen down a mountain bashed and bloodied yourself on the way down and then awoken floating in a body of water questioning whether or not you should just like let go and give up because you're like am i even alive right now and then you're like oh shit i am alive and i am gonna drown so then the song is fighting your way to the surface and as it kind of transforms into that choir moment and that there's that big moment of like build up and what feels almost like joy in the song um is you breaking through the surface and being like, what the fuck? I'm alive. How am I alive? And in that yeah. moment, you let go of your attachment to like yourself and you're able to fully just feel alive for the first time in the wholeness of yourself together as okay. one like unified being. Magic. Um, so there's a whole lot of like <laughs> uh, stories and metaphors that we pick- pulled lyrical content and uh, like thematic content from. So I won't mm. prattle on about it for too long, but that big moment, right. your immortal quantum mind, time and thoughts is one, uh, sailing through the uh, sailing through the void void t- tide, sailing through the tide, your mortal yeah. quantum mind, uh, now cognizant divine, That's you were yeah. immortal. Mm. They, 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 honestly, it's actually it's, nice to hear, kind of open like mind opening lyrics for a change as opposed to the real kind of gruesome samey deathcore lyrics where it's like okay it's kind of like i'm hearing the same thing between different bands at this point 
And so it's think, quite nice to get a bit of a change with the, the attitude he, behind the lyrics as well. So like like mm. you say, a positive view in, in the mm. genre. Because that's like, but well, why, just, why does the genre have to be negative? It doesn't. It, like we can, but you know, actually make it big, about meaningful mm. things. But this one what seems I like to about be... it though. Sorry, go ahead, mm. Tom. I was just gonna say this one seems to be very middle grounded. It's mm. not mm. it's not over overtly positive and it's not yeah, overtly true. negative. Yeah, very... it's balanced. Yeah, it's balanced, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Saying that Dawnfall is like the moment of breakthrough. Um mm. there's plenty of stuff earlier on in the record. Like there's an entire song uh called Capgrad Delusion that is it, an outlet for imposter syndrome 100 yeah. so like there's literally like a moment in the song where your like internal voice is like you you are nothing you know nothing you're no one and yeah. like says that to you and like chants it at you as the listener and yeah. uh like i think Maybe there's, that's... there's a line in there where it's like i i like i provide jack shit <laughs> like i i'm nothing right. i don't do anything kind of mentality right. and we channel that into this and give it Maybe. like a vehicle for it but then throughout the journey of the record you're able to surpass those feelings and kind of rash like battle with them a little bit lyric maybe why it's such a necessary concept album for me to get from one end to the other for me just personally, just not not even knowing all of the lyrics off by heart, man. But you know, it's I know. It's an emotional a few. journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, I would um, uh, like to just say, like, congratulations to you and the whole team behind the record on getting it out this year. It's yeah. a, a great album, uh, and yeah, like album, just in album. hearing that as well, I'd like to just like give a shout out to your drummer and the drummers of every oh, basically tech metal nah. band. Who are literally <laughs> destroying their bodies for nah, for dude. this? Like, great job, bro! <laughs> right. no, yeah, infinite infinite praise to Mr. Matt Tillett. Uh, yeah. yeah, that boy is a monster behind the kit. Um, yeah. I have. He, he doesn't drop a beat. He doesn't drop a no. beat. He doesn't drop it. And if he drops it, it's not even noticeable. Do you know what I mean? If he ever feels like he drops it, you can't see it. You just don't it, know. He's like, he would never probably accept this praise, but like he's yeah, as close to flawless yeah. <laughs> of a performer well, as I've he, ever he, seen, man. He's mm. at Alex Rudinger. He's at Naveen's level. He's, he's up. He's Anthony Barone's level. He's up there, man. All of those people, he's up there. Like, yeah, you know. the thought of having to find a fill-in drummer to do his parts no. uh, no. is a little no. it's a little scary, man. <laughs> I was like, where, how, where are we going to do that? <laughs> well, I mean, actually, thinking about it, you got Jared, Jared Klein as well. We got a shout out to Jared for Jared. Jared's also a fantastic drummer. Uh, yeah. To those who aren't aware, he plays drums currently for um, Rivers and Rivers. And, and Flub. And Flub, true, true. And Flub. And they and then I've got if I if I speak about Flub I do have to say about Cyborg Octopus because Cyborg Octopus like, he's not drumming for Cyborg right now though is he no 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 yeah, I just, no I just I just I got to talk about them because of the connection they just they got to be said together right <laughs> just sure sure yeah 
Cyborg's yeah, yeah. good fun. I actually just caught yeah. them last week with Ben. That was a good they, time. They, I, uh, yeah, I did. I saw I saw the little clips on your on your story or something. So yeah, yeah that's where it come in. Yeah, very fun yeah, live band. Wasn't was they were they playing with Wormhole or was that a different gig entirely? Different gig. They were. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they were out with the Devils of Loden. Loudon. Okay. I don't know that. Uh, yeah. They're another artisan era band. Uh, they uh, okay. share a vocalist with Aetherius, and uh, okay. they also put on a fantastic show. I know Aetherius, mm-hmm. and then you got Mike Alvarez, who does so much stuff, doesn't he now? Or has done so much stuff at this point. Like, you know, he's filled in all over the place. What a guy. Like, he's... Or he's like doing, if he's not doing that, he's on the road doing like, photography and yeah 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 fuck he's knows just, what else he's a very any, busy anything. man <laughs> he's just anything he's everything he's anything he's and everything you need yeah a music industry little chaos demon because like i feel like i run into him all over the place doing mm. fuck knows what for who knows what and it, <laughs> well, it was it was just it was like you know i've, I've known those like i've known, I've known them online him and uh eloy i've known them online for such a long time and just followed, just followed them, just because they seem like really lovely people. And, and I've seen, yeah, they are. Well, yeah, I don't know them personally yet, but hopefully soon, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I can vouch for them; they're good dudes. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. But what I've, what I was gonna say is, I've seen Mike Alvarez be at the pizza joint for fifteen hours in the day, or over, or like you know, fifteen hours a day for the week or something, and then he'll just be like, "Oh yeah, I'm just doing some shows. I'm just doing some studio bits. I'm just doing this photography." Like, how are you alive? How are you? That's doing insane. This? That is yeah, he's, dedication. He's, yeah, he's yeah, he, he is dedicated. He's on the road so often that I think like he's currently yeah. technically I I think he's technically homeless, but not because yeah. he couldn't have a place, but because he's constantly what, doing so much what, shit what, that paying rent wouldn't make sense <laughs> so one other guy that reminds me of that a little bit is bill oberand o- o- what's his name uh you know the guy i'm on about please uh, uh, he literally does much for everyone. are you talking about billy like yeah he does merch for the contortionists and yeah. like yeah. i think he yeah. does veils merch too sometimes yeah and... he, he's done he's doing offspring merch now He's literally doing oh, everyone. Wow. He's doing everyone's match, dude. He's literally because because he's a workhorse, dude. He I saw him on one tour. He was meant to do merch for one band and ended up doing merch for like three, all at once. Just because he was there and he was like, yeah, "I've got my laptop, I'll do it." <laughs> he was just there, like smashing it out, like you know, me and uh, me and Ash sorted him out when we were in Euroblast one year, and he just came out and just yeah, we spoke up. It was. He's lovely. He's a lovely, lovely man. Like, you know, just he was there for everyone else as well as himself, you know, mm. which is great. If you can do that, that's a pretty special thing, I think. If you can do that much for everyone and yourself, like, that's good. You know, that's yeah, as long as it's not like, yeah, as, as long as it's still a healthy balance. And that's what I'm saying. You're not, yeah, yeah, there's no like mental or physical toll, well, which is. He just, he just, he, yeah, I, I, Ash and me sorted him out. We came back and like I remember Javier was on a call for like three hours on the like Javier from Animals was on a call for three hours doing an interview. And he just finished the call and I was smoking like this little little smoke. And I was like, oh, do you want a little bit? He's like, got a little bit. Just just a little bit, you know. And then and then Billy came out 
with one that I've never seen something so thick and perfectly pure. I was there like, like he, he went around, it went around like 10 people for like half an hour or 40 minutes or something crazy. I was like, how is this happening? <laughs> like, yeah, man, it was really funny. It was really funny. But no, he was, um, he was, he was just there like, he, I, I, re- I, I thanked him and sort of gave him a handshake and was just like, mate, this is like, you know, this has really sorted me out for like the whole fucking day almost because I just had, I'd been rationing so much because I was in Germany. Like I didn't want to have to keep uh, trying to fucking sort stuff out in Germany when it's not, you know, not really cool. But yeah, it was. Legalize it. No, okay. What a guy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. It's 22. It's 2022. Come on. Legalize. (laughs) Oh, you guys, let me, touch my, let me touch my plants when I want to. You guys keep your hands out of my garden. I'm going to touch your plants. plants. I'm going to touch your plants. Give me your plants. I want to touch your plants. All right, and that is the perfect way to end the show. Yeah. Thank you very much for joining yeah. us today, Lee. Yes. Uh, yes. Unfortunately, I actually do have to leave to go to a day job right now. So, yeah, this is. We are ending the show with legalize it. All legalize right. it. Legalize it. <laughs> <laughs> all right well it was uh it was great right. to have you here man uh, it was great to uh yeah. listen that through all of the new gray lotus album i, I checked it out on monday and i was like whoa this is insane this is intense yeah so i've been looking you, it's a good to thing this. you had a few days good thing you had a few days to like digest it and like <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah 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 mm, well um, a, whole yeah, so, of, a whole lot of album <laughs> We'll be looking forward to yeah. seeing uh, like any more work that you guys are going to be working on coming up. Um, and yeah, we'll keep a lookout and we'll be sharing your content. Always, always. Thank you, yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, share it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah thanks for joining, man. man. You, have a, you have a lovely day. And you as well? Yeah, we look forward to seeing some more. Take care, Jack. All right, ciao, guys. Peace out.